Are you recording? I am now. Okay. I recorded all of my greetings to you, so obviously you don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Blades in intimacy direction. I call them Barbie hands because people, if they're doing an intimate yeah. moment, like on an arm, and they just kind of are like this, uh-huh. then I'm like, it looks yeah. like you just have a, a doll's hand, a Barbie hand. <laughs> so we yes. work on loosening up the hand muscles. Loose, loosen up your fingers a little bit. Look like a person. I'm telling you to loosen up your fingers, babe. Uh huh. They look uh-huh. like Barbie hands. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you're in Basket City right now, or you're in the bread basket. That's I'm what the it bread really basket is. Of America. But I like to call it Basket City. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Are you there um, to continue the intimacy direction that you were doing before? I am. I am here just until t- uh, tomorrow, actually. I'm just here for a few days to catch a couple of dress rehearsals for a production of How I Learned to Drive at Emporia State University, which is mm-hmm. in the smack middle of Kansas. And so uh, I was here for their like first few rehearsals, maybe about, a, I did a week of choreographing and talking to students and faculty about intimacy direction and consent-based practices in your classrooms and did workshops. And now I'm back, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure they didn't forget all that stuff you taught them. And you know what? They did pretty well. They had spring break right before last night. So they were on spring break, mm-hmm. then came right back into their first dress rehearsal. And I was like, this could be rough. But they did a good job. Um, there were only oh, good. There were only a few things they forgot. You know. I love it. Yeah, it's all Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, hi, oh. Rashida. Hey, Claire. Hey, welcome to the Image Where Voice Podcast. I'm just fixing something. Welcome. <laughs> Where are we oh, going? okay. I'm just fixing something. It's very <laughs> echoey in the room where I am, so I'm kind of putting this jacket and this blanket around so I can maybe kick some of the echo out of Muff here. Muff out some of that sound. Yeah, you know. So that was a real sloppy open. I'm sorry. No, I like it. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's not ever polish anything. I don't want to. It wouldn't be true to us. Mm-mm. No, it would be like this weird artificial thing that's not authentic. Yeah. Nah. Nah. It's fine. I'm real. Hey, you're in a different Airbnb this time too. I think I like this one. This one looks cute. I love this one. This the one that I was yeah. the one they put me up in, which they put me up, they flew me in. It's really been a really good gig, I have to say. Yeah. But the first week I was in a bad mental state as far as just like everything in life had just really kind of come crashing down. Not in a bad way, but I was overwhelmed. And that first Airbnb that I stayed in was, um, it was kind of like on the, on the haunted side a little bit. And it was just a little, I was about to say, didn't you say it was haunted? It felt a little haunty and it didn't feel cozy. And like the, there were no lamps. It was all overhead lights and I'm a lamp kind of gal. So just Mm -hmm. kind of the vibes were off. So if I came home from rehearsal, I would just have to like be in my off vibes house. And this one is like, (laughs) this one is very cute. It's very cozy. It is cute. It comes with this little bee mug. 
OMG. Is that, that not mug so is cute? So cute. I think you need this mug. I think I steal it for you. <laughs> Can you just like give them like 20 bucks and be like, thank you for the thank mug? Thank you for the mug. I appreciate it. It's so cute. It's a little honeycomb and it has a little bee on the handle. And she it's had a bunch so of cute. She has a bunch of mugs of this. I say a she because uh, there are also some mugs that say number one mom, uh, which you know, I could, I could <laughs> also steal for you, think. but I thought, you know, maybe you don't need those. <laughs> I'm fine. There's okay. a lot of, there's a lot of um, like yellowy kind of country colors. It's very aesthetic, uh, mm-hmm. sunflowers, etc. Um, and then this is the only one of this. And I took it off because um, I made me think of you. So this is the mug I've been using this week for you. Uh, I love it. Thank Ooh. you. Can I tell you? Um, I don't know how this story is going to translate, um, but I'm going to try to tell you about how I started loving bees. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know if this story is going to translate, but. Okay. Um, when Burlington and Castleton, so there was a Burlington coat factory, whatever, in Castleton. This could not have started in a diff- more different way than I was expecting. <laughs> than a Burlington coat factory origin story. <laughs> it's st- it all started in Burlington, Burlington <laughs> as so many things do as so many things do um they were changing locations mm-hmm. and um they were everything uh at Burlington at least the Burlingtons and Castleton they're all just kind of jank oh it is like it's like a tornado went through it like they <laughs> yes always mm-hmm. but because they were going out of business, like so many of the racks were gone that just stuff was just laying all over the floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was totally. just all on the in piles. Yes. With just like routes for you I, to just walk through. I've been there. Yes. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. But I was looking very specifically for vision boards. I had just no, I, a few years ago, I had been introduced to The Secret and all of that. And um, Aaron and I were going through fertility and it was just, it was just, I just wanted to have a baby so bad. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to put this into gear. So I went and I picked up, I went to go get some like, cork boards mm-hmm. and they just had a very slim pickings. I mean, everything was on the floor. I wasn't expecting, you know? I mean, everything was on the floor. (laughs) I wasn't expecting wonderfulness, but um, I found a couple. They were a little smaller than I liked, and they had these bee pins. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bees are stupid. I was like, who who buys bee push pins? This is dumb. Yeah. And so I held them and I walked around to the other piles in the store, seeing if I could find any more cork boards, but I couldn't. So I ended up just buying the ones with the bees, right? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I could just go to Staples or whatever, Englendale, pick up some push pins. It'd be fine. But I never did go to Staples in Glendale. Mm-hmm. I just used the pins that were with it. And so on my um, vision board, there were a lot of things like vacation and healthy and blah 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 all of this stuff but down at the bottom was a picture of a mother breastfeeding her child and I remembered that was the last one I put up and the last pin the only pin that was left was a bee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I had to use the bee and I was like this is so stupid right 
And so I put it on there. And so with vision boards, you know, you're supposed to be like subconsciously looking at it every day. Yeah. And it was right by my bed. So every time I woke up, I saw it, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then bada boom, bada bing. It isn't bada boom, bada bing. No. But bada boom, bada bing, we got pregnant. <laughs> Bada-boom, it did bada-boom. not actually happen that way. Yeah. <laughs> and we get pregnant. Um, we don't know what to name her, so we just start calling her Baby Bonds, which gets downgraded to Baby B. And um, then I'm like, ooh, B. We can decorate her nursery with bees, and her shower can be themed B, and all of this stuff. So then I'm like laying in the bed, super pregnant, super uncomfortable, tossing and turning. And I just happen to look over at, and at this point we have bee shit in our house everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And I happen to look over at the vision board and that one bee pin is right next to the mother and the baby. And I was like, oh, yeah, it manifested not only the baby, but the bee pin also. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Now, yes. Why? What a lovely story. Why would you think that wouldn't translate? That's a rad story. I don't know. <laughs> That's so great. I don't know. The bee. You call her the bee. The bee also manifested. I was bee. like, I hated these bees. It was the reason I didn't want the cork board. <laughs> yeah. You call her the bee more than you call her anything else. Anything else. Yeah. Anything else. I call her bee. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. It manifested all of it. The baby and it. the bee. I love it. And you'll call her bee <laughs> and the she boppy. old. Yeah. The yeah. She answers to bee as if her name is B-B-E-A. Like, yeah. 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 B Arthur. Let's be real. Bee. That's who you named her after. Is B Arthur. I actually named her after B Arthur, a.k.a. Dorothy from the Golden Girls. Hell yeah. Who is my favorite Golden Girl, <laughs> by the way. She's the best. Is she? Yes. She's so good. I don't know she's, if I have a favorite. Yeah. They're all good, but she's the she's the best. Yeah. Rashida, I dreamed last night that you died. Oh shit. <laughs> there was no way to bring what that happened? up. There was no way to bring that up except <laughs> You just had to dive in. Yeah, I was you like, just had to dive how in. do I tell her that I woke up from a dream last night where she died? Um, I don't know how you died. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But here's what happened. It's really oh, stupid. Man. I've been having a lot of like really disjointed dreams lately where there's not a lot of logic. Not that my dreams are logical ever, but it was one of those where you're kind of yeah. jumping around and you're like, how, how did this story even get placed into this other story? And why is it Christmas Day? <laughs> And why is this one man I haven't seen in 20 years? Why did he randomly show up to Christmas? So <laughs> it was Christmas Day. There was random family Christmas. And it was not in any house that I recognized, but it was my family Christmas. And mm-hmm. this one guy, Joe, that I haven't seen in probably 15 years, um, he's like an old he's an old indianapolis pal and i mean i don't even think he's around anymore just a random we were never close just this random guy (laughs) he knocks on the door and i'm like oh my god hey and he's like hey how are you you know i just wanted to stop by and this it was there was not a party but he made it uh, he made it 
he made the vibes as if like there was a party happening in the house. I didn't know how to tell that him he that he was missing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to tell him that like there was no party and this was going to get awkward if he didn't leave. So like mm-hmm. I just made my way to the other half of the house. And so, you know, I chatted with him and I was like, everybody, this is Joe. And everybody was polite and let Joe in. And <laughs> why is Joe here? <laughs> so then the next thing I remember, it was in this really big house. Next thing I remember, I was over on the other side of the house and the like the funeral had started. And I oh. And I kind of like knew this – God, see, you want to talk about something that won't translate. Your B story was perfect. This is rambling <laughs> because I just woke up. I, my coffee I has not it. kicked in. I am not making any sense because <laughs> I am behind your time. So it's earlier where I am. So I'm sweepy. But anyway, I'm seeping now. Anyway, <laughs> I'm seeping now. Um, I lost it. Where'd I go? You said funeral. You the funeral went had to started. The funeral. <laughs> the funeral mm. had begun. And uh-huh. I look around and I'm like the only white person at this funeral. I'm the only white person at this funeral. No, you and, know that ain't me. Right. You know, I know. I know, folks. I know because I went like this in my brain. I went, surely Tim will show up. She's like, <laughs> where is Tim? I am not going like, to be. No, I ain't going I'm to not going to be the only white person, and I'm sitting in like this person on my left is I don't. It's just a crying and crying. I was like, "Hi, how you doing?" Comforting with the hand on the you back. The right? Yeah. <laughs> and then we were chatting, and then the man behind us was like, "The the man next to me asked the man behind us how how did you know Rashida?" And the man oh behind gosh. the man behind me like kind of started crying a little bit and like was real and the man goes you're her dad aren't you and I I was like (laughs) and this man (laughs) this man goes yeah this is my little girl and my brain goes that is not your dad it wasn't your dad at all it wasn't your dad at all and I was mad you're a liar sir (laughs) I know her dad (laughs) because he was mad or because he because he was your dad and he wasn't your dad and I started crying so hard in my dream and then I woke oh. and then I woke up from that dream but I was still dreaming I was in an inception situation I was dreaming of a dream oh damn and I woke up from the the funeral the dream funeral. and I was in my house in Kansas it was one of those things like I was in the bedroom upstairs mm-hmm. but I was still asleep but I was awake in the dream mm-hmm. and in my dream I was like I can't wait to tell Rashida on the podcast that I dreamed that she died <laughs> And then I woke up from that dream and I was so disoriented. And I was like, I guess I still, I guess I still have to tell Rashida that a dream she died. That's all. (laughs) But I don't know why or how, and Tim never showed, and that wasn't really your dad. So guess what? I think you're safe. I don't think it was a premonition of any kind. I don't think I predicted anything. Clues that I may not be dying soon. Yeah. One, Tim didn't show. Mm-mm. Two, that was not my dad. Yeah. And three, <laughs> and three, I don't even. Oh, oh. Also, the lady sitting next to me was like, I thought they were gonna rent like a, like a, a space for this, or you know, like a hall or something. And I was like, No, this is my house. And she was like, I know. <laughs> I can imagine like. 
I die, and my mom calls you, hey, Claire, uh-huh. can we have Rashida's funeral you know, in at your, your house? house? I'm like, there's no room, like, oh, let's do it. Okay. Why would I say no? Why? Would We're I actually no? in this random house on Christmas that I don't know about. I mean, I Joe's here, about. so why not? <laughs> Joe's here. Let's do it. So Let's do it. I, it was a, and it was a dream I like literally just woke up from before I got took a shower and made, made coffee. So it's fresh in my mind still because it just happened oh. about about half an hour ago. Do you do you wake up feeling the feelings from your dream? Always, always. Yeah, yeah. I had this dream back when Aaron and I were still dating. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without saying the names because people who listen to this know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, then just use a fake name. Okay. Um, uh, Martha. So there was a girl that we knew named Martha. <laughs> that is that's great not her made name. up name. Great made up name. Um, but Martha was notorious for flirting with Aaron, and Aaron and I. Everyone didn't know in our lives, in all of our circles. Mm. Everyone didn't know that Aaron and I were dating when we were dating. And so Martha still just, oh, um, constantly threw herself at Aaron all the time. And um, I didn't say much because it was a Martha secret. did not know that we were yeah. dating. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had fallen asleep to the show Cheaters. And <laughs> first of all, never watch that Bad show. idea. Horrible. Bad idea. So in my dream, you were there. And um, some of our theater friends were there and even our mutual friend that I don't even think we've all been in the same room at the same time, even though we're mutual friends, it, Josh Huff was there <laughs> and we were, we were in this like hotel hallway walking up and down mm-hmm. and it was in the night and everybody's like starting to go to bed and Josh came up and he was like, Rashida, you're going to want to sleep in my room. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> What are you talking about? Have you met me? I sleep in my own bed always, uh-huh. Uh-huh. period. He was like, don't go in your room. I don't want you to go in your room because your feelings are going to get hurt. Oh, and I Martha, was like, Martha's in there. What? Yes. So I went in my room. I was like, that's all All you got to tell me. I'm going to my room now. Right. I went in my room. And so he went with me. He was like, you're going to be so mad. I went in my room. Nothing was happening in my room, but I heard the shower on in the bathroom. I went in the bathroom <laughs> and it wasn't like a hotel where it's glass. It was like a shower curtain. So mm-hmm. I, you could see a silhouette. Uh-huh. But I saw Martha and my man doing it in the shower. And Aaron and I were supposed to do something that morning. So I don't remember much else about that dream, but I woke up and I Mad. was shitty. Yeah. And so Aaron called, like, are we still getting together? Like, are we having lunch or brunch or whatever we're supposed to be doing? And I was like, hello. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, hey, uh, you all right? Yeah, are you all right? Like, I'm just talking to him. I had a dream. And he's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, look, I just woke up. And in my dream, you and Martha were having sex in the shower in the hotel. He was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, 
like, I have never had sex with Martha, especially in a hotel. Yeah. I didn't. Like, yeah. never. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay, then. Maybe we can go get coffee. Maybe. Hopefully in a couple hours when we're supposed to get together, I won't be so pissed. I will breathe <laughs> this I was away. Mad. I bet. I carry a lot of I I carry a lot of feelings from my dreams for sure. For sure. It's just yeah. and I lucid dream a lot too. So I like I know that I'm dreaming. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while you're dreaming, you're like, wow, this is a cool dream. Yeah, or I'm like, this is I wish I could just wake up or I want to try to make myself <laughs> do something cool. Or it makes yeah. me or it makes me less scared. So, yeah, I lose a dream a lot. I lose a dream a lot. Um, I wanted to tell you a couple things that I've been watching because I know they will be in your best interests. Um, okay. I caught up on some shows that you had talked to me about, and I was like, I don't, I've never seen it, and I don't know why. Um, so what is it? I so I binged Wednesday on Netflix. Oh, yeah. How do you feel? How did you feel about it? I enjoyed it. I I like the vibes of it a lot. Like I like that there were lots of little twists and turns. I like that there were mm-hmm. – um, it felt like a kind of Nancy Drew, Harry Potter. Yes. Like – Yes. Um, yes. You know, um, what and am they I use Umbrella like Academy. Things kind yes. of music. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I like that. I do. Um, I liked – I mean I really liked watching it. I liked all the actors in it. I thought some of the writing was like – of course, very like teen show. Um, yeah, it felt like in a show that should have been on like the WB back in the day. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Like with Buffy and everybody. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I w- I had myself having the the same feelings that I had when I watched the Queen's Gambit. Did you watch the Queen's Gambit? About- I did. Yeah, yeah. It, because it kind of ended up being so much for me aesthetically about how like ethereal and beautiful and untouchable that female lead was that Jenna Ortega was. And that's not, that's not Jenna Ortega's fault. And that's not what's her face who played in the Uh Queen's Gambit. Um, It's not their fault. It's Tim Burton. Yes. It is Tim Burton's fault because that's very Tim Burton aesthetic, but it does. I don't know. I guess, I guess I really would love, would have loved her to be played by someone just a little bit grittier and a little bit nerdier. Because Wednesday mm. Adams is such a huge nerd. Not that a beautiful person can't be a nerd. That's not what I'm saying. And y'all know it. <laughs> it just, it felt a little like manic pixie dream girl fantasy in a lot of ways for me. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, is this really the only young woman we're allowed to find attractive? The only type of young woman, you know, that she's this, mm-hmm. she's this outcast. She's this outsider. But she's a model. She's a model. <laughs> so. Yeah. It was those were my those were my biggest thoughts, um, mm-hmm. and I was surprised that it was so cartoony in some ways. Like the, that monster was so cartoony. Yeah, yeah. He was like the most on purpose CGI. Yes, like even more than the Demi Gorgons. Yes, and the Demi Dogs. Like I agree. There was a there's a little bit of that that looks like that could be a thing. Uh-huh. But yeah, his like his eyeballs. Like yeah. he was he was very <laughs> He was like a golem. He was like a golem from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 But I but I did like yeah. it. I love Catherine Zeta Jones. I thought she was obviously the perfect choice. Um mm-hmm. and 
yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. I did, I did enjoy though that they did not kind of let her get away with a lot of that sort of fantasy girl of this untouchable person who doesn't need anyone. They made her really like, they made her really like pay for that kind of stuff. Like her, her friends on the show didn't let her get away with it. And yeah, she has, and she obviously is super flawed and has some, like some reckoning to do with her own self about, she got some therapy. She needs that therapist. She really does. (laughs) Except that therapist, spoiler alert, got killed. So yeah, she gone. (laughs) She gone. Um, yeah. So I finished watching. Wednesday I wanted yesterday. to watch it with Erlen, but she didn't want to watch it. Hmm. And so I watched it myself because at this point, she's at the age where I have to like watch stuff first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see if it's appropriate. And so I watched the whole series and I was like, okay, Erlen, you can watch Wednesday. It's, it's cool. We can do it. And she was like, I don't want to. I just want to watch her dance on YouTube. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, there, yes. And there was and, that whole story about she made up that dance like she choreographed that dance and she had covid or something Uh the whole time and she was like sick as a dog and there were so many oh i didn't know about the covid part i think she was really sick when that happened maybe it wasn't covid but she had the flu or something and Mm -hmm. and i so that was kind of after i watch a show or watch a movie i like to do a little reading about it just to kind of see what Mm -hmm. pop culture is saying about it etc i just like that kind of stuff yeah and there were all this all these articles about how she was so sick and she still did it and she choreographed it herself and i guess i got a little eye rolly because i'm like i know people who do that all the time there are people who are working their asses (laughs) off all the time for the sake of art or whatever yeah, and I saw her, like, even in her interviews, be kind of eye-rolling, like, I know how to do this with my finger, too. Like, yeah. why yeah. are y'all acting like... I'm I a magic. Can, like, this is... Yeah. Right. I think it's because... They were like, so we heard you choreographed it. She was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. People like, do every that. every time, like, I did it. People do that. People can't believe that, like, really beautiful th- people can do things and they make it, it about that, how, like, what an amazing human you are. And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, we all have yeah. stuff we are good at, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that segues, yeah. that segues very nicely into the, the, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about that I watched that I had not watched and needed to watch. <sighs> I finally watched Beyonce's Homecoming, and I had Didn't not you? seen it. And that woman is an absolute like phenomenon, like phenomenon just... freak of power and talent and like <clears throat> intelligence, and it's just it's. Yeah. Insane. It's insane. I was like, yeah. I am so tired and I am on the couch watching right. you. I don't understand. Right. The level of production value and um, and people and like uplifting and culture and I was. There's, I just feel like there was so much thinking involved. It and was who so has much. that much energy to think, let alone put your body in the space. Yes. Just the thinking. Yes. That had to take place. Yeah. And she was like, I did everything. I did the lights. Yeah. I built the stage. I did this. I did that. And I'm like, girl, what? Didn't you just have two? Didn't you just pass two people from your body? Yes. When did you take a nap? 
Okay. And and she talked about that too. She was like, and I just had these kids and I and I need I I gained all this weight and I needed to get back into fighting shape. And she's just like how do you not just and then go, she was you like, know what, we'll do it next I'm not year. eating anything. <laughs> yes, she's, she's like, not I'm not eating. eating sugar. I'm not eating meat. I'm not eating. Yes. And I was like, what is it that you are eating? Fruit. I would like to know. She was like. Vegetables. She was like, and I'm hungry. Yes. Hell yeah, you hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely yes. hungry. I just, I don't know. I was so, imp- I was just so impressed. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. I mean, it was a really fun show any- anyway. And like, just a complete. That like as as AB and I like to say showmanship. It was just fucking showmanship. Um, yeah, that's what Aaron Bond yeah. said. I had one time. He's like, "You got showmanship. You just have showmanship." <laughs> it's the key. It's the key. Um, it's the key. The showmanship. It was. Uh, it was insane. And then I and so I watched it with many through many lenses. Number one, that one where I was like, "Wow, that's fucking rad." The second lens was me going, you could not pay me enough money to stand in that front row and be smushed up against those gates for like hours and hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Just on my feet. My oversensitivity would have been triggered in the first five minutes. And do you know... For this tour, this Renaissance tour, there are people who paid thousands of dollars to be in that spot. Yep. Yeah. Like wh- refinance their mortgage so they can stand that's, right there. That's the flip side to that that I don't understand. And you know what? I don't have to understand it because I'm not going to do it. But like how? How? Like at the same time, yes, I'm impressed. Yes, it's it's phenomenal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then in the same breath, I go, that's, she's also just like a person at work. Like she's doing it. She's a person. You can see her do it on Netflix and get pretty yeah. hyped up. Yeah. Yeah. I just, and I yeah. do. That is where I'm going to see Beyonce is on Netflix because I'm not, I'm not, I I need my arm and my leg. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So she can't have it. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. B. I, yeah. I appreciate you, but you can't have my arm or my leg. So. Yeah. Yeah. And other I, people are like, I got several arms and legs. <laughs> yeah, but see, I only I have to hold snacks with one, and I have to right have my other one in case I need to like unbutton my pants and go to the bathroom. So I can't give all of them. I can't give I all can't. of them. I can't. So sorry. I just think about the you know like production and and all the people that have to do it and like all the. You know, casting that and the people saying, "Oh, I mm-hmm. da- I dance for Beyonce," or I uh, all the mm-hmm. costumes. I mean, they those people switch berets every like. I mean, I know that it was filmed over two weekends, but every mm. shot is of a different beret. I was like, "Oh, yeah. so so my my thought was okay. So this weekend they wear the yellow, and the next weekend they wear the pink, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But then we get into mm-hmm. more complicated costuming." We get into more yeah. complicated berets. She was like, every action. costume, every crystal, every... And I'm like, girl, take a nap. Someone else can look at it. She's like, nope. <laughs> nope. And that was that's what makes her different. Yeah. That's what makes her different than other people. And I mean, and I know she has that Ashley girl, who's her dance captain, who probably handed a lot of dance stuff for her. And mm-hmm. she put a lot of years and trust in her to yeah. be able to know that she's going to make it look the way she wants it to look. And that's also, you know, what comes with 
you know, doing a certain thing for a certain amount of time, you have people who yeah. know your vision and yeah. can make it happen. But I still feel like that was a lot, especially having two infants at home. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And she's our age. I will say <clears throat> she's, she's younger than she's, us. I mean, she's 41, but I, ca- I count that as our age. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she's not, yeah. she's not 24. She's not 32. Yeah. She's 41. older than my husband. Yeah. 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 I will say that I love, whether it's in Homecoming or like some of the on the run clips that you're able to find mm-hmm. on YouTube, I love watching her perform with Jay. And Me too. The I joy. The joy. I love it so much when yeah. they're on the stage together and i think part of it is that i secretly want one day for me and aaron to perform together yeah yeah i don't know i thought about but that i yeah. just have you yeah <laughs> i think just like somewhere in my heart even if we're just like on a little bitty stage at a little bitty club in indianapolis like i just want to perform with my husband like one time and yeah. um because I can sing and he can rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yes. But I I love watching them perform together. I think it's just great. I mean, the, chemi- <laughs> the chemistry is undeniable, right? I mean, and he just came yeah. out for that one song. And she she was lit up like a firework. And yeah. he's just smiling yeah. and touching her leg. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. your leg. You get to touch that leg. <laughs> it's so cute. It is so cute. It is so yeah. cute. Yeah. That's very fun. That joy. I love that joyfulness that um, I mm-hmm. just the ease that when he comes out there and starts doing his thing and she's just like, that's, that's my person. Yeah. yeah. That's my main. My main. Yeah. And he's just out there supporting her because he's like, you are out here kicking ass. girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go back there and put my feet back up and watch yeah. the rest of the show. But yeah. you are really out here doing it. Yeah. Good job. That level of like support is rad to see. Yeah. 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 I love Any- that. Anyway, love so. That. That's my favorite part. Yeah. So I watched Wednesday and I watched Homecoming and I dreamed that you were dead. And I think I've talked enough for <laughs> this morning. So you tell me something. <laughs> okay. Um. So. I have, okay, a little bit of transparency. So my retreat is not happening. Okay. Okay. Yes. On the 25th, which is next week. Yeah. Um, It's not happening. We've talked a little bit about it, but like not on the air. So yeah. How are you feeling? Uh Uh-uh. Um, I'm feeling okay now. Yeah. Um, But it did take me a minute to get to okay because... I felt all sorts of sadness. I was in my feelings and and tender and sad because I really put a lot of thought and into it and people seemed intrigued and like, they were like, Oh, I want to do this and all this stuff. And then when it was time crickets, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like rejected and like a failure and like all of the things that your brain does. Right. Yeah. And so what I do know and what I did learn from this is that timing is everything. Yes. Because I just was like, well, she did just get a date on the calendar, just do it. And then you have to do it. Well, I got a date on the calendar, but I didn't pay attention to my calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's spring break. And yeah. so all of the mother, all of the people who were like, I want to do it. I want to do it. were like, 
we're going to be out of town. Oh, we got spring break. We're going to be out of town. Oh, I wanted to come. And then other, like, my friend Georgiana was like, my sister's getting married that day. And I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) you can't. You can't not go to your sister's wedding. Right, um, right, right. So just like really true reasons that they couldn't go came up. And so, and also it was really hard to get people to like, just say, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. just really, I just really want some hell yes. I don't want to keep coming back to people. Like, I don't have any right. interest to be like, hey, this is still happening. Do you still want to do it? Like, yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. that type of salesperson. Mm-hmm. I don't right. have interest in doing that. If you want to come, I'd love to have you. Let mm-hmm. me know. Mm-hmm. But if not, I'm not going to chase you. Right. I can't. I I, I just don't have it. And so um, I was feeling down. <laughs> of course. And then I was feeling like, okay, like, it's not the end of the world and I can right. do it again. And so, um, and then I talked to my friend Chris about it and I was like, it, I was doubting even being a coach anymore. I was like, maybe I should just find a job, like mm-hmm. a nine to five. This is mm-hmm. very much a job, mm-hmm. but maybe I should just find a nine to five. And he was like, oh my God, like your spirit will be sucked out of you. Like from a Dementor, you cannot... <laughs> get a nine to five yep. you will die yeah um and i was like i know but you know i gotta make money and da, da, da. he was like are you guys struggling right now and i was like no <laughs> he was like, right right okay. so you're not like having a hard time paying the bills and i was like no he was yeah. like okay so what you're telling me is that everything's okay and yeah. i was like yeah. yeah he was like and then it was really just like a technical issue like the date yeah yeah and so i'm gonna do it again good because i'm gonna practice what i preach which is don't let one thing yeah there's no such thing as failure yeah either succeed the first time which is rare or you learn lesson and so i learned a lesson for sure and so i'm gonna do it for mother's day And allow the people in the lives of mothers to gift this to them. Because I've talked to, ever since then, I talked to a lot of mothers from a lot of different, um, um, wow, my brain just went blank. That have a lot of different incomes, um, uh, levels, right? Economic backgrounds. And socioeconomic backgrounds. Yes, from various different um, socioeconomic backgrounds. And all of them have the one thing in common. It do- is not the money. It's spending it on yourself that feels weird and yucky. And, y- and so. And so that is really what the mission of my coaching businesses anyway is it's not just for mothers but for women in general we maybe more than anybody have taken very well into taken very well to the indoctrination of the patriarchy Mm -hmm. of what we deserve and what we don't deserve and how like martyr martyrdom yeah being a martyr when when it comes to being a woman and being a mother is really what the message is, is that if you're having too much fun, if you're being too authentic to yourself, 
if you are putting yourself first, any of that stuff, you're selfish, you're a, a lot of just negative adjectives, right? Yeah. It's never just, I mean, it's rarely, oh, that's really wonderful that you're doing that. On the other hand, you know, it's expected that our lives revolve around other people until yeah. those other people don't want or need us anymore. And then at that point, we're used goods, right? Yeah. And that is just really what my coaching business is about. It is about rebelling against that societal norm yeah. that we also do. Not only do we participate in it, but we, our subconscious biases judge other women and mothers for yeah. doing those exact same things. We perpetuate it because we are conditioned this way. Right. It's like, it's everything. It's right. like everything I say about fat bodies, right? About we are, yeah. we are conditioned yes. to believe that thinner is better. It, so I can't be super mad at you for thinking that because that's the way we're just kind of ingrained to believe it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just in general down for a good protest. I'm down for a good, that isn't right <laughs> kind of situation. And so that is really the, the mission of my business is to create this group of people because uteruses and vaginas does not a mother make but this group of people who are w ready to conduct their lives in a way that is not what society is telling them that needs to happen but the way that feels good and feels right for them and their yeah. family yeah and so um while I'm combating that and the guilt and mommy guilt and all of that, which is all from the patriarchy and, and puritism and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to allow the people in the lives of the mothers to gift this, um, this um, retreat to the mothers in their lives. And so yeah. it's going to be a mother's day thing. I'm going to um, start announcing it soon. So there's plenty of time. Mm -hmm. And because it, uh, Mother's Day is not till May. <laughs> yeah. So there's time. Yeah. And I will not be booking the Airbnb because I lost over $300. <laughs> Rashida, I feel Just like I feel in the air. So bad about that. I because it's I'm okay. because I also was a friend who was like, "Just book it and then you'll have to do it." Cuz I wanted to It's all right. You, it's all right. I mean, I learned the lesson. It was a 300 it was a 300 some dollar lesson, but I learned that shit. And so <laughs> I will not be actually booking the Airbnb. And I talked to the guy and he's so sweet. He was like, the next time, just let me know. And I hope we're open so we can have it here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he was really great about it, the Airbnb guy. And so not unless I have enough people signed up to book the Airbnb, mm -hmm. will I be booking the Airbnb? I yeah. learned that lesson. Sure. So... Um, I, I think that it's still a really valuable thing. And I think that whoever comes is going to have a wonderful time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do it again. <laughs> and we shall see. We shall love see. it. I love it. Good for you, man. Growth, yeah. Growing pains are, are so prevalent for me right now, too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, if that's, if you're feeling that, but I feel like I'm just like around every corner going, Oh, that didn't go great. Okay, I guess yeah. you just keep moving forward, knowing, like, l figuring out what to do with this information. 
Yeah. yeah. I had a, I had a couple of pretty major bumps in my into my in my intimacy directing road this past week that really threw a wrench in my emotional life and mm. I, it has all worked out fine and um and yeah. because of because of taking action and because of learning lessons and because of opening up lines of communication. So, you know, things are fine now, but there are a couple of days where mm. I was like I had a horrible time and I thought I'm not, Yeah, I'm in the wrong biz and I got to get out and yeah. I need to go get a job. I need to go get a nine to five. I need to like, quote unquote, pull mm-hmm. my weight. When in reality, yeah. it's not, it's just definitely not that cut yeah. and dry. So yeah, yeah. I, I was, Aaron talking- was like, I would rather us struggle to pay the bills than you get a nine to five and make this entire house miserable. That's what basically <laughs> Cam said too. He was like, "We are fine. I need you to just. Yeah. Ne- I need you to go do what you love, and I need this to be. Um, yeah. And, and I also need you to just give yourself permission to just. It's fine. Like, please yeah. just please let it go. Like Ooh. the thing is, <laughs> is that you know I'm doing a lot of the things that I did for agencies, right? Yeah. I, I would host events that, you know, would be educational. And I did case management, which is basically coaching. I did all of these things, but it was under the names of all these other places. And mm. the thing that's tricky, I think, about entrepreneurship is that I'm selling myself. Absolutely. Right? Yes. If I were, were doing a parent thing at IYG and I had five parents say they were coming and then no one showed up, I would be like, boop getting paid for a day right? <laughs> and then clean up my stuff yeah, and then go home yeah. and be like, no one showed up. I was there for an hour by myself. I was sure no one was showing up and I clean up, I go home and I had the rest of my Saturday. It didn't reflect on me. It right. reflected on those people, right? All those people flaked out, whatever, right, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. When, as an entrepreneur, when I'm doing it, it's, oh, I didn't do something right. I'm bad at this. I'm, or I'm not, or this isn't legit. it becomes very personal. It doesn't feel like it's legit, right? Yes. So, yeah. Yes. So then the imposter and syndrome so, kicks in in high gear and you go, this yeah. isn't even a real fucking job. Right. Right. And the thing yeah. is, and so my brain was fighting with that because I'm like, well, I'm not legit. Our people don't take me seriously. And the other part was like, no, this was, this is fucking valuable. Sure. Whoever comes to this is going to be wonderful afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my brain was like, but nobody's coming, are mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. So it was like, it's, it's this so weird. Fight. Because I think if, I think that's why resiliency is the word that I keep coming up with of just like, your brain and your heart fighting each other and eventually like it wins in the, in the form of progression or, or, Mm -hmm. or moving forward, right. Or going, no, we're going Mm -hmm. to keep trying. And I think in, in a lot of different bodies that wouldn't work, right. That the, the thing that would work would be the one that would be the viewpoint that is, this isn't legit. So just quit. But no, you are too legit to quit. (laughs) (laughs) Too legit to quit. Oh, my God. 
too quick. Oh my God, I did not mean to do that, but wow, the universe opened its arms and said, get in here, get in here for this warm MC Hammer hug. Oh, Oh, that's good. Oh, that was good. That made me happy. Wow, I still got it. That's really good. Still got it. Got it. Yeah. I don't know. And also when we're when we're viewing successful entrepreneurs like Beyonce. It's usually after they've gone through all of this shit. Yes. We just don't see that part. Right. Or they're still going through it, but just at a higher level. Uh Uh-huh. Or and are it doesn't feel like the stakes aren't. Right. Where it just doesn't feel like the stakes are as are as high. And right now, because we're still kind of young in this, the stakes feel super high. Yes, you're totally right. You're totally right. Wow, this is like actual amateur ass podcast today. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Also, the pressure of the fact that I'm about to have two more mouths to feed, you know, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> listen those kids won't care they will not they will not they're gonna and they're be- not they're not gonna go hungry at all like i i always said this as long as i live in indianapolis i will never be homeless i will never be hungry there's just too much for yeah. me in this city yeah i will never be hungry i'll never be homeless and they will never be hungry they will never be homeless um so they're everything's gonna be just fine it's gonna be fine it is it's gonna, it's gonna be great fine. i'm proud of you and your your perseverance thank you i'm proud of you too and the world needs what you have and i see it all the time now like now that everybody's aware <laughs> of what you're doing like mm-hmm. it's like when you have a car like, you got a car that you never paid attention to, but then once you get it, you see it everywhere. You're like, oh, uh-huh. there's yeah. that car. There's that car. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like now I see opportunities for intimacy direction everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, they need Claire. They need Claire. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to taking a major break. I, my next two gigs are not intimacy-based at all. And so that is a good thing, I think. I think yeah. I've been hammering home this this uh facet of my multi-hyphenate artistry for a while now and now that i've gotten certified and i have checked the boxes and i have done like 24 25 shows it's time to do something else for a little bit um Mm -hmm. which which also comes with its own set of guilt and own set of um doubts because there's mm-hmm. not a ton of us in the in in the market where I work so that means I'm gonna have to say no to some people and go I can't help you with your show I'm busy doing something else um but mm-hmm. it also like the it, once you set one boundary it's way easier to set more which is great yeah. it's great to know that once you kind of start yeah. that practice then it's not super hard but when you work in a service when you work in a in a an industry of care and service like that we do mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it starts to become a slippery slope of trying to help everyone because you're doing things for the greater yeah. good and so it's yeah. hard to to back off of that because doing so kind of sends potentially sends a message of 
I can't, I, I don't care enough or I don't have the capacity to care that much. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that's, that makes your life unsustainable. It makes your work unsustainable if you just keep caring and caring and caring. I mean, I'm okay with the narrative of I don't have the capacity to care enough. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because I I don't. I think like, I'm okay with I want it. To. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it too. I think my my hang up is hoping that other people understand, and yeah. I can't. I, I can't mm. worry about that. I can't control that. I can't control results yeah. of my actions. Um, but, exactly. But are people's interpretations because that's coming from their own specific lens that has to do with their grandmama when they were five years old. And that surely ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That is their own lens that was developed because of their life experiences. Yeah. And it just doesn't have anything to do with you. Yeah, totally. It's, it's fascinating. It's interesting stuff and it's, it's exhausting. And I'm sure that it's exhausting for you too to constantly just be kind of churning about like everything Mm -hmm. and everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I will say this. I talked to my friend Chris um, and I talked to my friend Erica. She's also a life coach. And I have a new sort of found energy and direction around my business, period. Awesome. Which she was like, girl, I haven't heard you this fired up um, since you said you were going to stop coaching unaccepting parents. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I'm not going to teach you how to love your child. Right. I'm not. Um, You can either love them and I can help you deal with the world around you Mm -hmm. or you can struggle because I can't let your baby come to me, but I'm not, I'm not going to teach you how to love your kid. She was like, you haven't been this fired up since then. And I'm like, yeah, because I feel like I'm not just helping the mother, right? I am helping the mother. But what I am also doing is helping her Mm self-talk and sort of rewiring her brain. Mm -hmm. And that's going to affect her parenting, Mm -hmm. which is going to affect their parenting. And hopefully by being coached by me or just coming to one of my things, we can help change the trajectory of parenting for generations. Yes. 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 That's awesome. It's really cool when you find your kind of like nugget of like truth for you yes yeah yeah i'm in the same boat this is it she was like yeah (laughs) that's that's awesome that's exciting it's exciting yeah i look forward to cheering you on always but if you die i will i will call your dad out for a liar thank you you're welcome tell that man to shut the hell up it was not him i'm my daddy it was not him it was not him he was not yeah, it was ridiculous. Also, where are the white people in my life? Why are they not? My friend Chris and my friend Erica, the people I've been talking about this whole episode, both white people. Where they at? They weren't there. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Golly. Golly. Um, I love you. I wish you to continue to be too legit to quit. I love you. You continue being too legit to quit in Basket City. Have a safe trip home. Thank you. Home when? Tomorrow night. Yay! (laughs) All right. Have a safe trip home. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye, everybody. Too legit, too legit, baby. 